With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Om Shanti. The time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate. But even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul, the original, eternal imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play 
and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion, nationality or even a language. Ask yourself, how do you feel at this moment? And in this feeling, who would think of you and who would you think of? The Supreme Soul would think of you and you, the liberated soul, would think of the Supreme. In this state of absolute freedom, I am truly who I am. A free, peaceful, pure, immortal, eternal soul. Allow yourself to just be absorbed in this awareness. At this time, Hello everyone, welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was Letting Go from Inclusion Revolution Together with Love Meditation CD produced by yours truly, me, to Jenna. <laughs> and I'm always glad that you could join me on America Meditating Radio. It's been really a show of community, um, some of the most prolific, profound, inspiring individuals that share with you tools that they have used to charter through their lives and to be more of service. The times that we're in are allowing us all to step up and help each other, that if I help you, you help me, or you help me, I help you, or I'm in it for you, so you're in it for me. It's just we can't be in our isolated pods. And many individuals that I've spoken to within the last few months, there's been um, a concurring mentioning that 
It's no longer just living on social media, but it's living with each other. That's most important. And you can feel that there's an emptiness to believe that your relationships and who you really are are based on what's going on in the ethers versus the way that you are with the people that you live with. We're at a time that we really need to understand ourselves and sometimes use each other as mirror reflectors to see things that we might be missing and to see things that we're ready to amplify. It's a creative age. It's an age in which we've got to be be more artistic in how we view the way we think, the way we speak, and the choices that we make. Every choice we make and every thought that we make actually carries a consequence. And that consequence gets reflected in the world as we see it today. So we're in a particular state in the world, not because we've been innocent always. We're in the state of affairs because we've been missing a lot of things that perhaps we need to pay attention to. We just finished hosting the sixth America Meditating Retreat at Peace Village Learning and Retreat Center, my family's property up in the Catskills Mountains. And I took away this from the retreat, which was very profound. As is my awareness, so is my attitude. As is my attitude, so will be my vision. As is my vision, so are my actions. And as is my action, so will be the world. Food for thought. Hold that for a little bit. Play it over a million times until you get it. (laughs) And just think about it. What that actually means. We really are the ones that will shape the vibrations and the atmosphere if we can first begin with our thoughts and begin to answer the real call within. It's okay if we did everything the right way. It's okay if we made a career choice because of security. All of that is okay. In addition to that, while we're doing it, spend as much time in the areas within yourself that you know are your talents, not a skill, your talents, that which you were just born with. It could be very creative, it could be maybe very research-based, whatever it is, listen. Listen to your talents and serve them on a regular basis until they all balance out and become real and powerful for you. Today gives me great privilege to welcome our guest, Veronica Vargas. She's a creative, she was a creative and whimsical child, but after decades of conformity, she found herself struggling with dissatisfaction and a deep longing for fulfillment. But in her 40s, she returned to her childhood passions. That was drawing, writing, playing, and she established Shabu Print. It's a boutique-style brand designing positive, feel-good products. Today, Veronica considers herself a social expressionist and entrepreneur on the mission to return millions of adults back to a wondrous world full of potential, play, and knowing that expressing their real self is actually the whole point. She wants us to find our happy place, and today I welcome Veronica Vargas to the air. Welcome, Veronica. Nice to have you on. It is my honor, Sister Jenna, to have this conversation with you and to share it with your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I've been through that same stage. Um, I've been, I think, from being whatever, 
uh, you know, running things and being responsible for a lot of things. Just, I would say, within the last maybe three years, Veronica, I've been feeling something more emerging in me, um, wanting to have more song in my life, poetry, painting, music. And it, it doesn't go with my life the way that it's structured right now, but <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to just put whatever moments I can. I've planted the seed. I've awakened it. And I'm just going through the process little by little because we can no longer deny a big part of us that might have just been totally ignored for decades, for decades. So so I, I, I'm looking forward to our conversation and to hear more about your journey with us. So as far as I know, you've yes. become an expert at doing what you love, and you're succeeding at it. And in spite of traditional societal expectations, you're chartering it through. Could you share with some of our listeners about the journey that you've been on so far, in essence, and then we can continue with our conversation? Sure. Thank you for the invitation. You know, my life has been probably a very common one where I held lots of different jobs and I was very uh, dutiful in being, you know, the good daughter and the good citizen and the good employee and the good girlfriend. And after doing that, which is hard work, I started finding myself getting more and more sad and depressed and unfulfilled. And I was on the job track and uh, busily trying to get a, a retirement and my benefits, and I lived for the weekends just like everyone else. It was the way it was. It is the way mm-hmm. that it is for many. And I started to realize if this is really truly all that it is, I don't know if I could do this for another 50 years. And I started to get so depressed that I thought, I think I would rather end my life than to live this, if this is Mm -hmm. all that there is. And it was one Monday morning getting ready for work when I had an absolute breakdown in the shower, which then gave me my epiphany. And I wanted my heart to be quiet because Mm -hmm. it was telling me that there was something more for me, and yet the landscape that I was in was not saying that. So I thought I was flawed. I thought something was broken inside, and I wanted it to stop. And I was crying, and at the peak of that trauma, I heard another voice in my head that said, look, you've got nothing left to lose. Now do what you love. And I didn't even know what that meant, but I knew that if I was going to survive and not in my life in that current context, that I had to start doing things that brought me joy. So I had to actually go back to my childhood to discover what that was. And I recalled in my childhood being most free when I played and was able to express my imagination through creative writing and drawing. So I started doing those things just to bring me joy. There was no expected outcome. It was just to survive. And a friend suggested I create some greeting cards, and I did just for the fun of it. And from there, Shabu Prince quickly evolved. But so, you know, my life track is is very similar. So now I live to help others through our products return to their happy place like Mm -hmm. I have. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, you've said that when you went from hiding and hating, Mm. your public persona to stepping up publicly as the face of your business, you know, that might have been not so easy. How did you get there? 
it wasn't my natural state is mm-hmm. to be invisible because it was always trying to temper that heart flame um, and not let anyone else know I had that. So, for instance, I'd play tennis until it was required to play in a tournament and I'd stop. I played piano until they were saying uh, it's time to do a recital. I'd stop. So uh, my natural um, default is to be invisible. But I started realizing that when I became a business owner of Shabu Prince, this was an extension of me, and it is for most business owners. And so in order for me to believe that it was an important business and mission, it required me then to believe that I was important and valuable and that mm-hmm. really the success of my business is my own individual secret sauce. So right. I had to then apply myself in my business, and I felt that it has required me to step out in front, and I've done so because it is a mission-driven business. Um, But it's been slow. I even cringed at putting my own face up on Facebook. I mean, it's been a very slow process. I have performance anxiety, which will probably never go away. But because I am now believing that what I have to say and who I am is valuable through the expression of my business, I am now not letting those programmed messages and fear stop me any longer. Mm-hmm. Not easy to feel like you want to balance your change. You know, sometimes we get these uh, instant situations or events that change us, and we have to show up to that yes. intense change, you know. But when we're like feeling it and we want to move through it, part of us comes forward, part of us let, you know, steps back 10 more steps and and we're never <laughs> too sure. You know, did you ever find yourself just feeling like really you know, all mixed up like like fried rice or something? You know, where you're <laughs> like, "Oh my god, where am I going with this?" <laughs> yes, I questioned it a lot. I thought, "Well, why the heck am I doing this? Where am I going?" But here's the beauty of it is This process is so gentle that all you're given is that moment. And so I had to keep asking, am I where I'm supposed to be right now? And my heart always said yes. And that's all Mm. I had sometimes. And so I just kept on keeping on with just that knowing, not knowing the path ahead, because it was still in that moment more fulfilling than what I was experiencing before. It's so weird, you know, we think that we're planning out our future and even to our best <laughs> abilities, we're planning it, we're planning it, and it always turns out to be something else completely different than what we had planned. And yes. I think we just have to surrender to the universe and destiny and drama and just say, I know you're in charge, let me just carry my light. That's all that yes. I know, you know. How did you come yes. up with the name Shabu? Where did that come from? Well, it was actually, I was watching a family friend's child, three-year-old boy, running around, and I would chase him and run around the room with him and just kind of shout, shabu, shabu, with each other. And it became playful. So the word actually started to represent that youthful wonder, that magnificence that we're all born with, that somehow gets tempered, and it did for me through life. But it was, that's, that's the moment of the happy place, that squealing, magical, wondrous place. And shabu represents that for me. Nice, sweet. We need more (laughs) happiness in the world today. Um, One of your essential goals is to help adults tap back into their playfulness and imagination. And can I tell you that's one of the things that I really love? Because I don't know why people get shocked when I am like a child or I'm playful. (laughs) I think I'm so normal, and I find that they're not normal, being so serious all the time. So, you know, 
What are your thoughts? I absolutely agree with you. I think we are built to be playful and wonderful and wondrous in the world. And it's interesting that we are now getting, you know, backup with our feelings with science from psychiatrists such as Stuart Brown, who wrote the book Play, who actually says that play creates happiness and that play is the purest form of love. Why? Because it is requiring us to open up to our real selves for a moment of free expression. And in order, so let's say you're playing and your heart says, I want to draw right now. In order to listen to the heart, you have to accept that it's valuable. And so while in the process of play, we are actually listening to our heart and letting our real selves out, we are actually connecting with our real selves. So play has been poo-pooed quite a bit. And I would say in my experience, about 60% of the adults that I introduce the concept of play to find it challenging, and some of them get downright angry with me, which means we're on to something. And I think that's because it is a real powerful portal to connecting with our real selves again. And some people find that process painful because they've been hurt. But it is a powerful. That's why you have Google creating um, playrooms for their employees because it is true that play is uh, a way that we can access that secret sauce that we have. Yeah. So interesting. And I think it reminds us, it disarms the ego. I think we start to find that balance that we need. And sometimes I wonder, it's not like there's anything wrong as such. Because have you even noticed... Sometimes you say to yourself, I need my downtime or I just want to get away, and then you get away for three days and you're bored to death, and you want to go back to your your stressed-out environment, and you're like, oh, my God, this is too much. And so I felt like for me what we're trying to find in order to get back to our happy place is a sense of inner balance, would you say? Yes, I think um, that is what's uh, key to our issues right now Mm -hmm. is the lack of the inner balance and a lack of connectivity. Connect, 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 and especially with self. Right, right. So now you also create space for people to be their authentic selves, and you also share their very special stories. How do you support people in embracing, though, their personal truth? Because sometimes we're not always opened, Veronica, to be truthful to ourselves. Right. It is actually very challenging, but here's the thing. You can find tools that do do that. You access greater potential, greater success. So it's actually very practical to reconnect and with yourself and be truthful with yourself. And even in business, it's very sound business to have transparent, truthful messages because they will ring true through all of the noise that we have today in marketing. So I created a program called The Power View on Video because I find video a very powerful tool to look at yourself. And I encourage business leaders to start recording themselves on video. And I, in that program, ask, for instance, I asked one participant to sing a song, one of their favorite songs on video, and she said, nope, won't do it, not going to do it. And with time, she agreed to do it, and she ended up being so animated because she went in with all this piss and vinegar doing it, and what she saw were glimpses of magnificence. And Mm. what that did is it flipped a switch on inside her 
that, wow, I I have something to say and, and I think I should be seen. And so now she's stepping out on video, being seen, conducting large groups of attendees truthfully because she saw that in the performance state that so many have, and, and I think like selfies kind of encourages uh, a false persona. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I cannot it, take to, selfies. To this day, I can't <laughs> take selfies. You know, people say, oh, Sister Jenny, can I have a selfie with you? I go, you can do it, but do not ask me to hold that phone and take a <laughs> selfie. It just feels odd. I swear to you, it, it still feels odd to me today. I've taken about three odd. selfies since it started. And it was against <laughs> my better yet. wish. Well, it's against, <laughs> it was against my better wish, and I had no other option. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I, I, I commend you for your courage because it is a difficult thing. But I think it, it, is, it is because it encourages us to not be truthful. So it's breaking through and in and, and and using that technology through video to be able to get on the other side of it and say, well, you know what, let's use this technology to actually be truthful and honest because it is a very powerful uh, amplifier, but it is dispelling everything that you're told. You know, from the get-go when we take photos, you're told, okay, don't be yourself, smile and turn this way and lift your arm. You know, it's a constant messaging of if you're seen, you must not be seen as you are. And mm. the, tr- the path to happiness and fulfillment is to be who you are. So the irony is that YouTube videos Anything like that, the most popular ones are the ones where people are themselves. So we keep getting the message that um, you should be this way, but the truth is you're being who you are, being truthful with who you are is the most beautiful and magnetic thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Ironic. We struggle so much with being our truthful self. Is it that... Is it just a natural entropy that took place that we had to move so far away from ourselves and now the clock is saying it's time to move towards the self? I mean, there was some joy. (laughs) I have to tell you, when I was totally unconscious, I loved every second of my unconsciousness. (laughs) I just just loved it. But I'm also in love now with with, with the future of this this being that's emerging in consciousness. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with us having lost ourselves. I think it's more like, well, do we need to communicate to ourselves and to others? But now the future is saying it's time to know thyself. Yes, it is. And it's like um, being unconscious, you can indeed have joy, but there is a cap to that joy. Mm -hmm. Um, You want greater joy, it is now reconnecting with yourself, and it is about a homecoming, a homecoming to the one that was born with all with everything that you were gifted. And I do think it is part of our natural process to come as that perfect little explosive little soul. And then there is this process of social um, restriction and uh, compression where in order to fit in, and we're told to gain happiness is to fit in, to wear labels. And so there is a little bit of this, I believe, I call it we have to kind of die a little bit inside to fit in as adults. And that's why you mm-hmm. see this roaring heart flame in children and a, a little bit of a pilot or simmer flame in adults because yeah. that is our process. Um, mm. But now we're also finding now the path to greater personal success, even the path to greater 
career success or business success ironically is a homecoming to self. It's coming back to your personal individual secret sauce. Mm. Now many people many people wish for their creative juices to flow but find it quite difficult for it to happen. Do you have any tips that can help our listeners to get into the flow of their creativity? Yes. So first of all, it's accepting the fact that each single individual is creative. And it's an individual creativity. So to think that creativity is taking a a paintbrush is a misnomer. And that creativity does not come from the mind. It comes from the heart. So it's important to do activities uh, and have an understanding that you need to actually bypass the mind to connect with the heart. So what works for me is play. Uh, I'm a creative and I do get stuck. Um, I get stuck when I start looking out and start noticing trends. And and I start to think, well, I'm not doing that. Um, and I was one time creating a crazy design and I felt stuck um, and intimidated to finish it. And I have a toy box in my office. Uh, I have a tiara, I have a slide whistle, and I'll pull that out and start to reconnect with my heart. I start to do something that I love. I get away from that pressure and I start to do something that I love. It starts to open the heart. The heart starts to sound louder, speak louder. And then I can return to my creation and follow my heart. And every time I've produced something from my heart, it has been a successful design. Every time Mm -hmm. I've created something from a state of insecurity has failed. Mm -hmm. Powerful. (laughs) That's powerful. Yeah. You say it's possible to notice big miracles in the smallest of details. Could you elaborate on that? Yes. Well, you know, this is what's so wonderful about nature, always looking out to nature. Nature puts just as much effort and love into creating the small things as it does the big. However, our minds... We get preoccupied with looking up to the sky for the big firecracker miracle in the sky. Meanwhile, we're missing all of the numerous miracles that are peppered throughout our lives happening underfoot. And so one of the things I like to do is um, focus in on on an object. So, for instance, if you look at a book on your shelf, one book, and just start to really look at it and start to look at whether it's a hardbound or softbound Start to consider the pages. How many pages are in there? What's the weight of the paper? What's the color of the paper? What kind of font was used? Who was the author that created the content? And what is their life like? Do they have children? What about the publisher? And all of a sudden, that one book becomes a universe in and of itself. And what it does is when you focus on something small like that long enough, your perception starts to expand The world starts to get big. The universe gets huge, and you become this part of something that is so much bigger than you. And if you want to lose your handlebars, I suggest going outdoors and looking at a tree or a patch of grass. And when you notice the grass, it isn't one thing. It's a collection of things. You start to notice this movement this churning happening underneath everything that is happening with or without your knowing. That's how powerful this is. So what that does is it blows the roof off of your existence 
and that's where possibilities can drop in. That's where your future is open again. So you can actually get to that state, that miraculous state of being, by looking at the smallest of details because that's how miraculous and magical life is in all its scale. And I wish that teenagers knew that. Um, the teen depression rate and suicide is really heartbreaking. And yes, it it's is. challenging families to have to face something that they would not want to face in many, many lifetimes. It's all mm. over the United States. Can you share what your work is doing to help provide new solutions for this crisis? Yes. Well, you know, a lot of the uh, the Mayo Clinic says that many causes for teen depression, for instance, are peer pressure and social social expectation and even physical discontent. And so, you know, that's about looking outward and getting outward approval, isn't it? What that mm-hmm. suggests is that there is, again, a disconnect with self. And I happen to think that it is through those years when we are most acute to feeling that dying a little bit inside in order to fit in. And so it is this rite of passage that that heart flame has to go into fitting in as an adult, um, which is um, so disappointing. The, the thing that we do at Shubu Prince is create designs and images and messages that resonate an ancient truth, truths that the heart will recognize. So, for instance, um, I had a a customer whose teenage boy was having a terrible time, hated school, wasn't going to school, was bullied. And so we sent him a poster of one of our Shabu critters, and it was a meerkat wearing an aviator cap looking up to the sky, wondrously wondering what's up there. And the mother hung it above his bed, and she said he started to feel an uplift. He told mm. her that he started to feel that he wasn't alone anymore, and that he even saw that character as being a guardian for him. And so he actually started to be reconnected. He started to feel okay being who he was because this crazy, zany character was okay being what it was. And so we use uh, a lot of animal imagery because it transcends gender and cultures and races Um, interesting that we connect with nature that way. And I use messaging that I obtained as a child. Um, I was very psychic as a child, and I got a lot of information from trees and nature, and I apply Mm -hmm. those today. So I believe they ring true. And so when a a young person comes across those images or our messages, they are told that they're just right, they're okay. There's a moment when they reconnect with themselves. But that's really, that's really the issue is a disconnect again. And mm-hmm. returning back to who you really are is the key. Yeah. Technology has helped increase that gap, unfortunately. But I believe we can turn tra- technology around to actually use us to um, express ourselves more transparently if we apply ourselves. The process. Yeah, this, this culture of um, how many followers and likes and comments yes. that um, somehow conditioned <laughs> our thinking to believe that we're not enough if we don't have those numbers connected to our handles. And right. I was at a conference, and in the conference there was a segment in which people were to basically share what they wish for their future. And let's say there are 20 in the room. Out of the 20, 
19 said they wanted to amplify their message to reach more people. And I, I left wow. a little bit perplexed, like, wow, how come everyone in this room had the same desire, that I mm. wanted to be seen more by people for what I do, for what I do. And so yeah. imagine teenagers, you know, what they must be feeling as, well, you know, Mary Jane right. at school who bullies everybody has, you know, 10,000 friends and I only have 100. Right. They don't feel right. like they're being loved. And I've really am just observing where this social media is going to take us. And I wonder if we're going to reach a point where we just go, I'm done. I don't need this. Let me just turn to the person next to me and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. How are you? Right. You know? I do think we are reaching an apex. Um, and one of, for instance, one of the bits of knowledge that I gained from being in nature is that, you know, the great outdoors possesses more truths than the information highway. And we don't know mm. that yet. Yeah, yeah. We don't understand that yet. And it's ironic that people go to Facebook where nothing is real uh, yeah. to create to create a reality for themselves. It's it's uh, it's strange. So I I do believe the pendulum will swing back because love always wins. Mhm, mhm. So any advice you can offer our friends who are listening today that might be feeling a little stuck, disconnected kind of, you know, lost, whether at work or at home or their communities? Yes. Well, of course, the opposite of um, being stuck and happy and disconnected is to be free, happy, and connected. Connect, connect, connect. And so it reminds me of a very interesting experience I had. Uh, it, we were expecting to have the space shuttle fly overhead of my residence before it parked permanently at a local museum. And so I went out to my second-story balcony to look at the space shuttle, and I saw it approaching in all of its magnificence. And I thought, wow, I've got to share. The human instance is to want to share with someone your experiences of joy. And so I looked down at the street below me, and I saw this young student walking with his head down, and I thought, he's about to miss this magnificent sight. And so I screamed at him, hey, look up. He looked up, and we both watched the space shuttle fly overhead. And then I looked back down at him. He looked up at me, and he mouthed the words, thank you. And that is the difference between being discontent and looking down and your perception being narrowed to one being expanded. And a way to do that is of course, doing things that you love, also understanding the power of imagery, what we see, what we take in, is a form of nutrition. And so you need to be more conscientious about what you see. And I find if, if you're a YouTube fanatic, then watch YouTube videos of animals doing their thing. Let yourself heart open up by doing and watching things that you love and being a little more discerning with what you take in today. Um, But the access to yourself, to that place of joy, to your happiness, is through doing things that you love. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very good advice because with all the negativity swirling everywhere, we can get lost in it and forget that happiness is the natural way to be. Yes, yes. Mm. And Shabu Prince literally serves as squatting on the field of negativity (laughs) right now. Offering people alternatives to let them know that the world that they felt in that youthful, wondrous 
age did not change. Their perception right. changed. Mm, makes sense, makes sense. So yeah. where can we get information on your work? And uh, is there anything else that's going on? Do you do presentations, exhibitions? Well, we're actually about to do a product launch where I am challenging myself to use technology through augmented reality to help folks enter our world, a happy place, a happy world. So we're coming out with some new products. Um, other than that, we have weekly uh, what I call the good message um, video every week that we have on YouTube that I send out Mondays just to set the tone, a positive tone for your week ahead, which I really encourage folks to, to listen to. We also have um, – positive quotes and messages on Facebook and Twitter that I invite folks to use. We provide things that folks can use to remind them that there is an alternative world, there's an alternative reality, and it is that world that you had when you were a youth, the happy place. So, yes, I'm especially excited about our our newest product launch where you can scan um, the cards and we're creating – a lamp where you can get actually positive messages, positive storytelling, um, and animations through your phone when you scan your, our, our products. Mm, beautiful. Can you leave us with a website where our listeners can get more information on your prints? Certainly. Thank you. And that would be at shabuprints.com. Perfect. Veronica Vargas, thank you so much, and lots of good wishes and happy feelings. Thank you so much, Sister Jenna. It's been a joy. Mm-hmm. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. I just love that we can continue to keep reinventing ourselves. It doesn't matter. Just start. Just don't sit with your stagnant self waiting for a miracle to occur, but to listen. You know, the retreat we held in Peace Village was entitled Deep Listening, and what it offered our lives is to be able to really go in and hear who are we, what is that authentic uh, personality that really wants to shine instead of wearing all the masks to you know, present ourselves to people how we think they want us to be. And they're never happy with it anyway, haven't you noticed? You can play the, pay, the perfect person and they'll find something wrong with you. And you can play, play the most imperfect person and everybody's like, oh yeah, I really like her. <laughs> You know, this is just the drama. So find your space. Find you. Get to that place for you so that your creativity can flow and your happiness can increase. I hope you've enjoyed my chit-chat with Veronica Vargas. Remember, you can get some information on her prints. Shabu Prince. That's S-H-A-B-O-O Prince.com. I really enjoyed having my chit-chat with her a lot. So remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to each other the same. So we should do that. No matter what it costs, let's start to love one another a lot more by loving ourselves. Here is Coming to the Light by Bliss. Take care, everyone. And be your loving self. Bye-bye.
Sister Jenna, you've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.